again, Dwayne Brummett here with Allie Albarigo, SchoolOwnerTalk.com. Allie, good to be with you today, sir. Good to be with you as well, Dwayne. It's great. Oh, we just great talking to you, definitely. Hey, I know this is a little bit different of a webinar, uh, or excuse me, a uh, podcast. We do webinars, so we <laughs> – but anyways, a podcast yeah. – uh, because there's some timely news for uh, the martial arts industry, which I, I think a lot of school owners might be affected, you know. And um, and the funny thing is, it's, it's about the overtime rule, uh, which it, it, I got – I knew about this a few months ago. I told you before that I meet with a group of guys uh, about every other week where we get together, and um, they have – a lot bigger businesses than I do, and and I what I mean by that is they make a lot more money than I do. <laughs> um, right. You know, one of them has a couple of actually three different brick and mortar stores, and then he's got an online um, uh, store. He's in the natural uh, natural food and health food and and um, uh, uh, what is it vitamins and supplements and stuff like well, that. Yeah, well, that, that wellness and all. Yeah, that industry, and then another guy. But anyways, uh, one of them had brought up about the overtime rules changing, and apparently um, it's true. You know, I, it's not that I didn't believe them. I was just waiting to hear from my accountant. And uh, right last week I got sent the uh, the new overtime rules, and I just want to go over those with um, with everyone. And you you said that your accountant hasn't even gotten a hold of you yet. No, I haven't even spoke to him about that. And, um, yeah, I, I want to, you know, I want to, this is definitely something that, will absolutely affect me um, because of the way I structure my, my people. So uh, before me even getting into it, I'll explain it. To, you know, you could explain it, and then let's see if we could figure out. Maybe there's a way around it, or maybe there's a way of setting it up or whatever, but that's something that everyone needs to look into at least at minimum. Yeah, and I just I want to let everybody know that you need to get a hold of your accountant and uh, get some advice from them. You know, of course, Allie and I are going to talk a little bit about our idea, of, uh, you know, what this is, what our, what our ideas are, but, you know, in no way, shape, or form uh, is this the uh, uh, the gospel on, on the overtime rule, and you need to uh, check with your accountant to make sure that you are doing everything above board. So the first thing is right. that um, the, the overtime rule previously was for uh, full-time salary workers who earned at least um, $455 a week, uh, and so that would be $23,660 annually. Um, you know, what you could do with, you could put those people on salary and not have to pay them overtime. So as long as you put them on salary for at least, you know, $23,660 um, a year, then you you could work them 41 hours and not have to pay overtime for that other hour, or you could work them 45 hours or whatever. And I know as school right. owners, we weren't beating these. You, I'm sure that most school owners were not beating these employees to death, making them work 60, 70 hours a week. Um, that well, speak for, your, speak for yourself. Do. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay. Just joking. All right. <laughs> so, um, but 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 now – now the, the annual salary is almost doubled. And so in May, the U.S. Department of Labor published a uh, final rule that made significant, significant changes. And I'm just reading this from what I got my accountant or from my accountant. Significant changes to the salary required for exempt employees, including an increased minimum of $913 per week. So annually now it's $47,476. 
And the reason this is we're talking about this now is because it actually goes into effect December 1st of this year. So basically, right. Obama signed a law, whether you like him or not, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, he signed a law that passed that the minimum, um, the minimum for a salary at employee used to be $23,660. Now it's almost doubled, and it's – $47,476. So any, any one of us that are paying a, right now, a, a salary worker under that amount, under, you know, $47,476, or to make it easy, $913 a week, um, we're going to have to switch them back over to hourly. And any hours over um, 40 hours a week, you have to pay them time and a half. Huh. It's that it is quite a shocking revelation for for this kind of thing. I really think for me, I think though it may end up saving me money in the long run, but at the same time, it all depends on what your package is that you're going to be giving out, right? As far as your employment package, you know, do do you uh, do you uh, give them vacation days with pay, and do they get? Uh, you know, uh, bonuses and things of that nature and so on. And do those commissions also have to do with their paycheck? This is, this is all questions that I would have for my accountant that uh, I'm going to need to talk to him about. Right, yeah. So, I mean, I urge everyone to get a hold of your accountant and make a meeting with him or her and go through all that because you raise good question with regards to the fact that um, – you know, the bonuses, are they, are, uh, you know, what are they? How can I, you know, and, and really, I guess it all comes down to even with bonuses, you know, the base salary and bonuses, um, you know, are your employees making $47,476 you know, a year? And if they're under that, you have to switch them to hourly. Because basically what I think, you know, I'm no accountant, but I'm that's what I'm understanding it to be. So, right. um, you know, Currently, whatever your base salary is, uh, even if you're paying somebody, let's say, $30,000 a year for the base salary and then you're doing um, bonuses on top of that, you know, I, I guess the short advice would be take $30,000 uh, and uh, divide it by 52 weeks and then divide that by 40 and there's your hourly uh, pay for them. And then if they go over 40 hours a week, you've got to pay them time and a half for those other hours. So if they end up working five extra hours, you're basically going to pay them for seven and a half hours. Um, right. You know, as opposed to, and I, if, I'm, if my math's right, but that's, you know, you, you, so you, we're going to have to switch and that's going to be a, uh, a big difference for us uh, in the martial arts industry. And that's, um, that's across the board. So if you're your head instructor and you have a full-time head instructor, full-time program director, whatever, um, you know, both of them are going to have to, you're going to have to shift them to hourly. Um, because really, even if, even if they're earning 30,000 and, and they get another 20,000, let's say in bonuses, those bonuses are based upon their performance and the performance of the school that, that is related to them. And so that really can't be worked into hourly because then, um, you know, if you went ahead and just gave them uh, $50,000 a year, now they have, and their performance drops down, you'd have no bonuses. You have nothing to take away. So, um, or, 
you know, because especially if you start losing students, you can't, I mean, you, you would end up in a position where you couldn't pay them the 50000 uh anyways, and you yeah. have to ship them back. So um, it's, well, here, yeah, you've got to really get a hold of your accountant. Well, definitely, without a doubt, get a hold of the accountant. However, I do have some insight in regards to, um, you know, making sure that uh, we we think about, you know, well, the people who are out there, how many of us that are talking to school owners that don't have an employee, maybe, or some of them that do have employees, but they only work by, um, you know, maybe maybe like, you know, 20 hours a week or whatever their structure may be, this doesn't affect them at all, then it will affect the bigger boys or the bigger guys with the schools that do have, like I have, you know, a few salaried employees, but I also have employees that are, um, that they're, you know, that they're by the hour and they make commissions based on performance. So I'm going to have to look at this structure and say, and, and by the way, um, what I do, just so you know, I mean, like my guys, if they are on salary, their minimum is 40 hours a week. Anything as management over that, they would normally, um, you know, they'd have to put in the time. But in regards to that, most of the time, it doesn't benefit me all that much because most of the time I lose on my salaried employees because, you know, with days off and weeks off, it averages, it averages out where I'm actually not benefiting as much as they are because they're getting more benefit than I am because very rarely do they work a 60-hour work week. So I think that I'm going to have a that, – that might work into my advantage when I think about it now. Right, but, you know, then, yes, monetarily it might work, in, work in, you know, to your advantage, but, you know, what if uh, now they're not making the money that they were before and they want to leave and go somewhere else or do something different because they're not able to support themselves now. So, I mean, uh, this all – Right. You know, not that we we run a business so that our um, employees won't leave. That's that's not the case. But we still need to, I believe, take in consideration, you know, how it's going to affect them because it affects us. Even if it isn't to our, even yeah. if it is our advantage, um, how that affects yeah. them. Yeah, definitely, without a doubt. And, and by the way, you know, for those school owners that are struggling and they really need to have an employee and they need to work with, you know, and they, they need employees that are going to give above and beyond like a salaried employee that will put more hours in because they know they have to and maybe the company can't afford it um, to pay, you know, absorbent salaries. You know, it depends on the area too. I mean, this could be, you know, totally impactful in Long Island but totally, um, you know, totally uh, hurt the guy in, let's say, you know, the Midwest based on their hours and what they're paying them. Right. Right, and yeah. hourly and so wage. I, so, yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to, you know, bring this to everybody's attention. And I, uh, like I said, I knew it about it, knew that it was coming a couple of months ago, but until I actually got something, um, you know, substantial, I wasn't really going to, to worry about it, uh, even though it was on the back of my mind. Now, the other thing is that I – and I, I got this from my accountant – is that right now, and so, you know, maybe this is premature to talk about it, but I, 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 I wanted to let everybody know that apparently um, – not that Congress gets a lot done, but that apparently they're trying to uh, pause this from not starting um, in December and waiting for after the elections and then the new president making – you know, whether it's Hillary or Trump – making the decision on allowing this to go through. Now, I don't understand how that works because uh, from what I understand, 
this was a, a law that was passed and signed by, um, you know, President Obama. So, therefore, right. it should go into effect. Whether we agree with it or not, it was signed by our president, and so, therefore, it should go to, in, into effect. Because what they're doing is, they're, I guess there's 21 states, uh, not Congress, I apologize, 21 states are filing a lawsuit. Um, I can assure right. you that Illinois is probably not, I can assure you that Illinois is probably not one of them. Um, but okay, 21, 21 states are filing a lawsuit is what it is to try to get this to be postponed till after the election. Plus, they're saying it's illegal uh, to do this. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think it's a good yeah. idea that we all have some sort of, uh, one, that we know that it might be coming, uh, but two, that there, we, we need to come up with some sort of a plan for our business so that we're not blindsided. And this gives us, obviously, about 30 to uh, 40 to 50 days um, to to come up with some sort of plan, and you know, then have a meeting with our uh, salaried employees and letting letting them know what the new law is, how it's going to affect the business, you know, and or if it's really going to affect them or not in the long run, uh, monetarily. Yeah. And you know what I find this type of, and then just now I'm just talking now. Uh, I find this type of government interaction. Um, to be so so ridiculous because it you know initially initially it you know it looks like it's helping the people right you know it looks like hey we're going to make sure that people make more money we're going to make sure that they get a benefit from this and um, you know then then a company one could either not be able to afford those employees anymore and have to let them go or two they're going to look hard and find a way around it and and that that person is going to be affected by it anyway and, um, you know, so those salaried employees don't even have a choice. They probably should have an opt-in or opt-out choice, you know, because so, maybe some of them like it the way it is. Um, you know, so it's really kind of sad that there's always this interaction where they kind of think that they're doing the, the society, a, a, you know, a good deal. And in the long run, they're hurting everybody in the long run. And that's the regulation now, that it, I think that we need yeah, and and yeah. you know, I I I am I'm saying that it went through Congress and then was signed by Obama. Um but I, I it could have been an and I don't I'm not throwing this out there to start anything. So, but it could have been an executive yeah. order. I don't know how that I don't know how that could be. I would think that it couldn't be that, but either way, if we think of that about it, it almost doubled and right. okay, I could I could see maybe passing a law or doing an executive order maybe that it it tears over a five year uh -huh. period, you know, at the very right. least or ten year right. period, um, uh -huh. you know. So like now next year, you know, now instead of twenty three thousand, you know, it's going to be uh, twenty six thousand, um, right. and then and next year it's going to be you know twenty eight thousand or, or thirty thousand. Right, I mean, it, it, that would make right. more sense to me. Right, um, right. And you're right. Uh, companies are going to find ways around it. And in most cases, I do believe this, in most cases, it's going to end up hurting the individual that it was intended to help in the beginning. Um, right, right. But, but I will say that there are some, and I'm, I'm not martial arts schools, I really don't think that this is the case. Uh, of course, I'm biased in that. But uh, I, I, there are some retail and, and other places, I'm sure, that are paying somebody currently right now the the, 20, the lowest amount the twenty three thousand uh, six hundred and sixty dollars and working them sixty hours a week, right? Um, and that's that's right. abusive. I mean, I I, I personally think that well, that's abusive. I I I, I, I don't that, think that. 
but I have to argue with you about that a little bit about it being abusive. So we could kind of be, I'll be a little contradictory. It's only abusive if, if you have a kidnapping thing going on and you make someone do that, right? Like, cause everyone has the right to, to choose what they do and choose what it is, you know? So for example, um, you know, this is the problem with our society today. And I don't want to get on my high horse is that these college kids are getting out of school and they're looking for 40 bucks an hour or $30 an hour, or they're, and they're looking to work the least amount of time at, in the most convenient job as possible. And then, um, and now they're not, and they're not finding that because there's no boss in the world that wants to take someone who's fresh out of the, out of school and pay them top salary. And then, um, and then also give them the perks that, you know, people have worked their way into. So I believe honestly that we have the freedom to not take a job if the terms don't suit us. It's like if, I, if you and I, Dwayne, want to teach at a school and they offer us a thousand dollars and we wanted two thousand, we have the choice to either take it or not. It's our choice and the same place goes for these people at work. So I think government interaction is just even with even with hourly wage, with them stating, you know, what the minimum wage is up until a certain extent and just saying, okay, it should be fifteen dollars an hour. If they do that, you know, some of my employees, you know, it's going to take them and almost price them out of the market, you know, so uh, it's hard. So anyway. Right. And, so, and, 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 yeah, no, no, and I agree to a certain extent. There's entry-level jobs. I, I get that. I understand that. But I know for me, I, like, you know, my head instructor, Master Bean, he's not, I mean, he's salary, um, but he, there's no way that I would work him 60 hours in a week. I just, I personally right. wouldn't do it. Um, yeah. So, but you're right. I get it. You don't. You're not. You don't have to stay at that job. Um, and, yeah. You know. I guess we could argue back and forth. You know, if I have two kids and and it, it fits everything else in my life uh, besides the fact that you know there's a risk. There's a risk for me to to, to try to switch a job and then it not being. You know, I I get that. So, but I, I agree yeah. And listen, with, and listen with, I, with the fact that and I no no no. I, go ahead. And I, I've worked, I've worked my employees 60 hours in a week that were salaried, but then there were those weeks where, and many of them, where they worked 30 hours or 20 hours, you know, so, you know, we're, you know, that, that kind of stuff due, due to snow closings and, you know, we just give them the pay. So, I mean, it all averages out in the long run. I mean, my guys have a pretty cushy job. Most of my salaried guys, sometimes they'll work overtime. Uh, very rarely, though, on, on the occasions that they do work more than a 40-hour week, you know, I'm lucky because... That very rarely happens. If that does happen, I feel like, hey, I finally got my money's worth, um, you know. But most right. of the time, they're, you know, they're not doing that. And I and I have a pretty open work relationship. I let my guys make their own hours. I kind of work with them as far as that goes. But I agree with you. There's got to be certain government mandated um, rules so that people are not, you know, those tyrants aren't taking advantage of people and and so on. But uh, yeah, it's kind of scary to me whenever this happens. I knew maybe like six or seven years ago or four or five years ago, they were trying to make it mandatory where they started charging sales tax on martial art classes. Um, you know, and they said the only exclusion would have been Tai Chi and yoga, but martial arts would have paid sales tax. Well, they passed that in a few states. I think yours was one of them that they were trying to push it in. And um, yes, they, they were. Never did, um, never, never did it. But I think they did it in Washington State. I think it's still yeah. uh, a thing in Washington State. If, if yeah, and I could be wrong, but and if, if right. there's a listener from Washington, uh, get a get go to schoolowner.talk.com and comment on 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 this this uh, this podcast and let us know. Yeah. Um, but 
Yeah, I, and I and I will tell you, I agree that there are uh, people that are just getting out of college that want that four, thirty to forty dollar uh, thing. I mean, listen, they they now have the cell phones that their parents have, and so right. they also look at what else their parents have, and they believe that they should have that. I had a conversation with my 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 son. He's twenty three years old. Uh, this was probably two months ago. And I'm out in the sunroom eating my breakfast. He's here getting ready to go to work. Or um, No, I, I he was out here eating his breakfast, and I was getting ready for a call, I think it was, um, a coaching call or something. And he said to me, um, he said something about, man, I, you know, I, I don't even, I can't, I can't afford to go on a vacation. And I go, you can't? He goes, no. He goes, I, I'm, he's worked enough now that at this place that he's going to get a week's vacation. And I said, right. well, you know, he goes, I, I said something about it. And he goes, well, how many vacations you been on this year? And I said, well, you know, look, number one, I'm in a totally different position in my life than you are. Number right. two, most of those, what you're calling vacations, uh, were to take your brother on his, his extravaganza for his volleyball tournaments in St. Louis right. and Dallas and and I right. said, yeah, was I gone for three days on one? And was I gone for, you know, six or seven days on the other? Yeah. Uh, and have we gone in some little excursions, your wife or my, you know, uh, my, uh, your mom and I? Absolutely. I said, but I'm in a totally different position in my life than you are. Right. right. And I said, when I was your age, I didn't have any money to go on vacations either. <laughs> right. And I said, so you're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, I have a great story, too. The guy next to me owns a glass shop where they do, uh, like, storefront windows and bulletproof glass for, for, like, banks and stuff like that. And I was talking to him, and he said he had a kid that wanted a job out of high school. And the kid came in, and they, he put in a resume. They hired him. When he showed up, they handed him a broom. They said, start, um, you know, sweeping up the warehouse, and we'll get you working and knowing how the garbage and where it goes and all this. And the kid's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm getting paid like eight fifty or $9 an hour for this. And the guy's like, yeah. He goes, oh, no, no, if, if I'm going to sweep and clean, I'm going to at least need 15 or $20 an hour. The $9 I would do for office work and, and other work, but the $15 an hour, I mean, I'm going to have to charge you that for cleaning. The guy says, no, you got it all backwards. You're totally mixed up. You start off cleaning and then eventually do a good job, and then I give you a, you know, a promotion, and then you make more money and get the better job. It doesn't work the opposite way. And this is how our society yep. thinks these days. It's the sad, sad state where um, they just don't quite get it. And I hate to say it, the work ethics and the morals of work integrity is just totally different um, thing nowadays. So it's a shame. Most definitely is. Yep. So, hey, yeah. uh, just want, okay, so we wanted to bring this to light to everyone about the overtime rules. So if you have a, again, if you have an employee that, that is salary that's making less than, um, $47,474 a year, which is $913 a week, uh, you're going to have to change them to hourly and then give them overtime pay for anything after, um, uh, you know, 40 hours. So uh, make your appointment, call up your accountant, figure out what your plan yeah. is going to be. Uh, just just in case, you know, even though these states are doing, uh, you know, trying to, to – get them to stop it doing a lawsuit. Uh, I don't believe that that's going to happen within a five or six you know week period time anyways. And you've got to be ready for yeah. that and then have that conversation with your salary employees and let them know what the changes are and uh, how, how it may or may not affect them. So 
Uh, Allie, any, exactly. any final thoughts before we before well, we? Well, I'm gonna uh, the minute I hang the minute I hang up the phone with you, guess who I'm calling? Because <laughs> of my accountant. I, I, I need to talk to him about this. So that's what everyone should do. I mean, don't don't just listen to this and go, aha, I'll deal with it when the time comes. Be proactive. Get involved. Make sure that you do it so that you're ahead of the head of the game and you're able to figure something out before it takes effect rather than being behind the eight ball and getting stuck. Yep. All right, Allie, thanks, man. Right. We'll talk to you next time. Hey, I want to remind yeah, everybody Dwayne, you. to, uh, um, you know, subscribe to our uh, iTunes or you can subscribe on an Android device. Just go to schoolownertalk.com. Uh, make sure that you share this information with uh, other school owners because they need to know what's going on with the overtime rules. And then lastly, there are some uh, upcoming webinars that uh, Allie and I are doing. You can find all that information on schoolownertalk.com. So, Allie, again, thank you, sir, and we'll talk to speaking to everybody later. All right, talk to you soon.